We are here with Richard Horvitz. What's it like being a voice actor here at Rock and Shop? We're talking to Mr. The Dome. Spooty, spoot, spoot. Eh, 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 Yes. Hello. Hi, I am Zim. Yes, yes. You're part of the collective now. Muscular Beaver, whoosh! Just kidding. It's being like this. Hi, I'm a voice actor here at Rock and Shock for Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Could we have a better intro than that? Yes, you could not. We will begin a mass invasion. We'll tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. Don't think you get me so easily. It is now time for us to put Earth under our roof. It's your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess that you've been guilty of witchcraft. You expect me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Bye-bye Saturday night. Welcome to TalkCast 260 in 2015, and we're, we're here. And this week's edition of Sci-Fi Saturday Night, I am the Dome Chief Pontificator, joining the TalkCast tonight, the rest of the gang of four. In the Revere Time Vortex, our technical omnivore, she runs everything behind the scenes and is proof. You can hear her muttering curses throughout the show. Our own girl genius, Kriana. Muttering my ass. Fuck this shit. All right, maybe not muttering. From the stacks of her personal comp space in the dank dungeons, only indoor winter zen garden, where she is meticulously growing artificial snowflakes, our current kitten poker champion, Zombrarian. Fun fact, artificial snowflakes are real, and they are never symmetrical. From a galaxy not well, as far true. away as <laughs> from a galaxy not as far away as you might think, the woman in chainmail, she ponders life, the universe, and and anything. And Haley is currently Carr. developing uh, a Haley personal holographic. <laughs> Haley wow. Atwell's ass, ass because yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, she yeah. has in her closet a personal holographic simulation of Agent Carter, red lipstick yeah. and all. Please welcome back her own Sir Sarah Lady Knight. That's really accurate. She's all I think about. I'm fine. I have no problems at <laughs> oh all. Oh my god, Sir Sarah, did you get that lipstick? No, I haven't gotten it yet. Oh my god, me neither. We should I'm, get it for each other. I'm going to. We, we should, get- should, then it would work. I, what I really want is... Oh, it's, it's actually... I, t- I started typing the website, and it linked me directly to the lipstick, because that's how much I've looked at it. Um... I want them to release her um, fragrance, which is Bessemer Cosmetics 1940s, um, the 1940s scent, in a bottle that doesn't cost $42. That would be awesome, because I want that. Uh, and your address is... <laughs> <laughs> while we're busy oh, wanting that, can I introduce the guests, guys? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest tonight... Coming back for a triumphant return because they didn't learn the first time. Andy Arnott and Alex Cormack from I Play the Bad Guy. Guys, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks. I'd like to borrow that lipstick and hologram when you get a chance. Thanks. Uh, (laughs) Only if there's a tape recorder and video stream involved. 
Alrighty. And, and I do mean a literal tape recorder, but we'll a video stream. stream. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Yes. A wonderful mix of old and new tech just because we can. Oh no, there's a very specific reason for that, and if you don't get it, I'm not going to tell you. We're not going in there. Hey. Guys, you can't do sound effects without warning because I totally thought I was having a stroke. That <laughs> <laughs> was a flashback. <laughs> I was like, why is there this ringing in my ears? <laughs> well, I would say welcome back, Sunbury, but I'm not sure you're all here yet. No, not all yet. <laughs> wow. So this week, uh, as we were putting the document together for the show, it turns out we all had our own favorite Kickstarter for the week. Of which mine is the best. And we all started uh, no. arguing about it before we went on the air. Therefore, Oh my God, we're going to do it alphabetically. Don't go first. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have to do it alphabetically? Because I said so, and I'm the only one without a horse in this race. Okay, That's fine. <laughs> I want a pony. <laughs> how, about, how, about a ho- how about a horse with some hair glued on? <laughs> I borrowed one from Peter Jackson. Pony. <laughs> All right. Anyway, jump. Go. My Kickstarter is called Exploding Kittens, which is the card game for people who are into kittens and explosions and laser beams and goats. Yeah. Now, Exploding I'm Kittens comes in two flavors. It comes in the safe for children and the, oh my God, this isn't safe for children version. <laughs> and <laughs> I love the fact that in the first 40, they needed, uh, they had a $10,000 goal. In the first two days, they got $2 million. Well, they funded it in 20 minutes, right? Right. They funded mm-hmm. in the first 12 minutes, actually. 12 minutes. Yeah, 12 minutes. And part of that was me, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm in. Uh, I'm telling you, this this looks like one of the <laughs> coolest things around. Uh, Ellen, Elon Lee, who uh, put the game together along with blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Jane Small, Shane Matthew Small. and Men. Right. From Oatmeal. The Oatmeal. And I, I, the minute I saw this, I just kind of went, shit, I really want this. I, I really want this. Uh, it looks to be one of the funniest things uh, that you can play with other people. And, and the, the graphics are cool, and it's fun. And, and do it! They've only got $2 million. They need a couple million more. Yeah, looks <laughs> They've like only got to, 29 yeah. days to go. Yeah. <laughs> looks like it has the sensibility of Cards Against Humanity, but with like the strategy of Munchkin. It's great. <laughs> exactly, which means it takes no skill to play it whatsoever. That's right. Sweet. <laughs> Perfect for us. Yep. I was going to say, it fits me to a T. That's my <laughs> game, and I'm sticking to it. Who's next alphabetically, Zombie? Rihanna is next alphabetical. Well, I have a better game because I call Ledgerman. Just saying. Um, it's Cones of Dunshire by the architect himself. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're clearly not cool enough to fund it, so get out of my house. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I don't even see the link for it. It's the first one. It just doesn't say the Kickstarter. So, 
for those of you who are not cool, I will translate. See, why? Why do you even bother? On Parks and Rec, there's an awesome game that one of the characters invented. It's called Cones of Dunshire. It's cooler than you. It's the character with the best ass on the show. Yes. I'm just saying. PSA. It's awesome, and people are making it a reality. We call him the architect. Yes. Yes. Anyway, now it's Sarah's turn. Um, so I've talked about in the past, um, being really excited about the upcoming Queers Destroy Science Fiction, uh, special issue of Lightspeed Magazine. The Kickstarter is live, um, and it has passed its $5,000 goal, which is awesome, but we still have a long way to go if we want to get all of the, um, uh, what are they called? Stretch goals. Um, and I really want Queers Destroy Fantasy. That's kind of what I want. And that's the $40,000 stretch goal. And we're, they're at about 24000 now. So donate and read some really cool science fiction by queer people. And it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited. Okay. <laughs> so if you've got a Kickstarter that you like or you're funding or you're doing and you want to be considered for cool Kickstarter of the week, shoot us an email, uh, send it to Kriana because she loves emails, especially from Kickstarter. Only if you want it trashed. <laughs> and if we think it's cool, we'll talk about it. Except for me. We'll I, I won't. I know. So, Sarah. Yeah, I'm intrigued by something that you put in the document tonight, <laughs> and I'm just going to read it. What the ever-loving fuck is Marvel Comics doing? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so, uh, Marvel looked at DC's New 52, <laughs> and they were like, you know what? That sounds like a really great idea. That let's seems like it's going up. well. Let's do that. <laughs> let's up our entire comics universe. Because, you know, DC did it so well. So And, and we and we're definitely gonna copy them because their business is really successful right, right now. Right, exactly. Like they're making great movies and uh-huh. stuff. Like, yeah. Like Marvel right now, they're kinda like waffling, they're not really sure where they're going, you know, their business is kinda in the crapper. So they're like, maybe we'll look at DC as like glowing business plan and just do that. Because <laughs> no one, no one, especially on this show, has been looking for the past, what, two, three years and saying, you know, DC is really in the crapper, but at least Marvel's got it together. <laughs> no, nobody's ever said that. No, nobody. <laughs> no. So, but it's yeah. broke, and they're going to fix it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, they're going to... Th- there's this arc called Secret Wars that is not technically a reboot, but it will destroy the entire universe, and they'll have to start from scratch, which is kind of the same thing as a reboot. But they're saying, no, no, it's not a reboot. It, it's, a, it's a reboot. So we're not going to call the reboot a reboot. No. Here's, here's why they're not calling it a reboot. <clears throat> Quoting Marvel Editor-in-Chief Axel Alonso. Quote, what a great name. Right? For a guy who's ruining a franchise. <laughs> Quote, this is putting an end cap to decades of stories and starting a new era. When you see the scope of the event, you will see what we're willing to do. 
This is a place where we're going to be bringing new pieces onto the board and taking old pieces off. You guys will be yelling and screaming, loving and hating in equal measure. So, what the fuck? <laughs> will we? I, I don't understand what it is that they think they're doing. I don't know. Like Marvel, you were doing so well. What? What are you? What are you doing? Are Are you gonna like? get rid of now that you've got you know female thorn a black captain america are you gonna now get rid of those or maybe they'll just make everyone a woman or a person of color or both and or that gay and or, gay, or yes. frogs or frogs yeah. or yeah frogs are yeah. really I, underrepresented I prefer, in today's society i, I would I prefer the former the rather than the latter though let's be real i think i actually kind of think that your idea is the best, and they should actually do it. Yeah, right? Like, I'm not actually kidding. That's what I want. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, I would, say, I would pay for that. I would I pay money for those Yeah, comics. Captain America, woman. Iron Man, Iron Woman. Everyone. Just everyone. Now everyone. I'm thinking oh. about iron boobs. Thanks. <laughs> I'm actually like an issue in... of heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like every issue of heavy metal. Right, iron boobs. Yeah, but but where is this, and where can I get also some? Also, have oh boy, the oh boy. There's a whole box of them in my basement. Oh yeah, that's a good idea, sir. Yeah, I was so too busy thinking about iron boobs to listen to whatever you just said. Sorry. <laughs> uh, entirely female writing and art staff. And that would be nifty. All of the yeah, so actually, and inkers, oh. female inkers. That could happen someday. Yeah. Never. Yeah. It won't actually happen. But oh. yeah. we should email them until they do this. We all a a well thought out email campaign, <laughs> indeed, is the only thing that's ever changed the world. Sir Sarah, Lady Knight, email campaign. campaign. You heard it here first. <laughs> Yeah, weirdly no. As an indie creator, I'm pretty excited that Marvel's doing this. I mean, it's always nice when you know we can look good next to professionals. You're not rebooting your entire universe. What? Oh, you're no, not I'm thinking about yeah, it now. You're not <laughs> it, now. <laughs> it was such a good business decision on both Marvel and DC's part that you'd be foolish not to at this point. Let's just throw everything out. Start over. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. So, there was that. So, it's the best movie and the worst movie in the genre this year. These are two headlines that I just love this week. First of all, Big Hero 6 is a wonderful movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. If you haven't bought it, uh, you know, it's not available yet. But when it comes available, buy the damn thing. It's it's available. Another Pixar heard. piece of trash to sleep through. Hooray! Right. You know what? You haven't seen it, have you? No, and I never will because I hate them. I hate them all. It's actually a Disney movie. See, that makes it even worse. You know who I hate the most? Nemo. Nemo is the most annoying fucking fish on the face of the planet. He should die. Then have some sushi. I hate Nemo. Triana, you've found something that you and my mother have in common. Oh, God, I love Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> Nemo's the best! What was I thinking? 
My mom actually at one point turned to me and said, Nemo did not listen to his father, and the fact that that man went after his son shows a lot of love, because I would have just let you die if you defied me like that. (laughs) I I believe that. I'm pretty sure she was joking. I am pretty sure she wasn't. Oh. Well. (laughs) Anyhow, Big Hero 6, probably one of the better animated movies of the year. Compared Uh, to what? I enjoyed the hell out of it. Sarah, you like it. Fucking beautiful. I loved it. I've been wanting to see it, but Kriana won't go see movies like oh, that. Oh, yeah, because you're not an autonomous person, and you can't see things that I won't see with you. I can't right now, because I can't drive. Yes, you can. You proved that earlier. The, the theater's literally across the street. Except you started to look scared and asked me to pull over. I didn't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite other headline this week, the Lego movie snubbed by Oscars. Does anybody else find that as hilarious as I do? Uh, I find it um, <coughs> hilarious that um, the only people that didn't get snubbed by the Oscars were white men. <laughs> and, and plastic animated toys. The Lego movie was possibly the worst thing I have ever had to sit through five minutes. But people the- love that movie. Why do you hate it? Oh my God, people love it. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, most of the Lego people in the Lego movie are also white men. Not Morgan Freeman. Except for Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, though. Morgan Freeman. He's the man. One, that that wasn't the best commercial you guys have ever seen. It was great. <laughs> I, I need I, I need to stab my eyes out before I see that. My God. I mean, no, I mean there was there was uh, How to Train Your Dragon two this year. Uh, oh boy! Again, another movie you didn't see. <laughs> yeah, and I won't see How to Train Your Dragon one either. Mm-hmm. So everyone dragon. can bite me. Dragons. The dragons will bite you. Probably. I hate animated movies. That's. I'm really sorry for your life. It must be so miserable and sad. It's, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> uh huh. Sure, the, wor- the worst thing, however, about the Big that. Hero Six DVD is that there are going to be frozen Easter eggs. Uh, and, and, uh, the worst song on the face uh, of the uh, planet. Do that. Uh, yeah, that makes me want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tina. Uh, uh, that's how I feel about Frozen. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And I like animated movies, and I like Disney movies, and that's how I feel about Frozen. Yeah. Tangled's better. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much does it. Yeah, absolutely. I wish that wasn't part of it. Yeah. Well, you don't have to watch it. No, we're not going to watch it. Good. We're going to have a, hey, let's watch this movie and not watch that feature. What do you say? I like that plan. Yeah. Cool. Let me do that. So so join us on Sci-Fi Saturday Night to watch the DVD of Big Hero 6 
on our podcast. We'll watch it live and make Kriana watch it. Yes. Nope. <laughs> yes. I am noping yes. on out of here, and I'm going to go watch Today I Fucked Up on Reddit, and that's what I'm going to read while you guys watch that, and I'm going to be entertained. But you're not going to watch, th- well, you are going to watch that, because you'll be using your eyes. Yes. Remember how I said I don't know if I should be on the show tonight? And then you guys all said, oh no, you'll be fine on the show tonight. I'm just going to hit the mute button. to the show, and I think you Is should someone medicated? No, I'm that's not- the problem, I think. I'm not medicated Oh. I'm probably... I'll take some Jägermeister. Not medicated over. enough. Yeah. yeah, pretty much that would do it. <laughs> They broke my face, you guys. Oh, okay. A lot of my energy is going into fixing that. <laughs> oh. But but it was done on purpose. Yeah, they did it. They it did it on accident. purpose. And I was not awake at the no. time. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Well, my jaw was glad your face got broken. I am too. There you go. Absolutely right. <laughs> that is the correct answer, sir. Anyway, sorry. So, hey, let's let's press Kriana's button and say, how does Supernatural manage to have the two most annoying female characters on TV? I'd say more than two. They have a lot of annoying women on that show. I mean, it's easier to list the ones that aren't annoying, and they're they're dead. Motherfucking Ruby, bitches. Who? All right, wait. So I want to say what characters you didn't think were annoying. Who? Ruby. Uh, Ruby. Ruby. Joe. Okay. Joe's Joe was great. I love Joe. Joe's mom. Um, she was great. Yeah. Um, Ellen. Str- Ellen. Struggling to think of other female characters. What about uh, Meg? How do you think? What did you like? Did you like? No. I like New Meg more. Uh, yeah. It, it depends on the day. She was. She was half annoying. New Meg and New Meg's um whole storyline with Castiel and how they were buddies. I like that. Oh, Amanda yeah. Amanda Tapping's angel lady who was torturing Cassie. Okay. She yep. was awesome. She was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have personal feelings about that, though. I know that Kriana doesn't, <laughs> but Kriana, Kriana doesn't like Charlie because she doesn't like Felicia Day. And she has even said that if it wasn't Felicia Day, she would no, like No, I don't know. She's still really annoying. Like, oh, my God. Stereotypical nerd, like... I'm so timid. Yeah, but that's all Felicia Day has ever really played. I'm so timid. No, she wasn't ever like that. She, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Mm. I disagree with you. Oh my god, she's annoying. I disagree Felicia with you Day as well. Felicia Day is the nerd queen. She's got to be there for that. Oh. Yeah, the the lesbian scene almost made up for it. I, I can't even think of any other female characters that are even recurring in that show. The mom. She's annoying. <laughs> um, the um, Jodie Mills. The show. Oh, the she's fantastic! Character. I love oh, her. Oh, she's kick ass. Yeah, she's yeah. Great. She's great. I love her. Yeah. She's the best. Yeah. yeah, she's really wonderful. My one problem and with I, her I'm, and I'm, is but, yeah. Sorry, my one my one big problem with her is that every time she's on, I'm like, oh, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm an episode behind, so I haven't seen the new stuff of um, Claire and Rowena, who this article is talking about. And you're more than one episode characters, behind. But 
You're like half a season behind, kiddo. No, she hasn't seen the new no, West. I've seen the latest episode with them. So I've seen them. I saw the episode two episodes ago with Claire. And then was Rowena in the latest episode? Oh no. wait, no, maybe I am caught up. No, I'm not caught up. I don't know where I don't know where we I missed, are right now. Yeah, I missed last episode. Um Well but, well I mean, she she was on the show girl. before you knew who she was. She was the, the badass Irish Irish witch. Although her accent is really yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. The character could um, look so much I mean, better. I don't really mind her. I'm kind of interested in her arc. Um, and, like, her... Because she's a terrible mother. And I'm kind of interested yeah. in seeing that. I mean, her um, so arc is more really find interesting. her annoying. Yeah. And, and like you said, yeah. Claire, Claire's annoying, um, but she's kind of supposed to be. Yeah, she's a teenage girl. Like, I don't think there's a problem with that. I think there's that's an important, like, if she wasn't annoying, I feel like it would be kind of weird because she's, like, a teenage girl who's been abandoned the by her parents. Out. Yeah. Um, and so she's in a, but yeah, if we she's think- in a horrible place and she's had a tough situation. So she's got to kind of not be, you know, not, I don't know. And I will also give... I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I'm kind of a character. I'm also going to give Supernatural some props because they have also had some really annoying male side characters. Like Baby Winchester, who you wanted to slap in the face every five seconds. Yeah. Adam? Yeah, and... um, What's his name? Who was supposed to be new Bobby, but nobody liked him, so he went. Garth, away. you've Came been Garth. Oh, um, yeah, Garth. Yeah. Oh my God, Garth. Garth. I didn't He's like Garth. Squirrel. I will tell yeah. you right there. I didn't like Garth. Um, but then he grew as a person. Him, really and I still didn't yeah. like him. I'm just saying they <laughs> they they have equal opportunity for annoying. Um, yeah. What was the vampire? And I'm glad that they're name? starting to introduce um, more female characters. Yeah, um, recurring female characters because yeah, because they introduce some and then they're like, "Oh, JK, we killed her off. Sorry. Ooh, it's all dudes again. Hmm. That's what or you wanted, they, right? Yeah. Or they show up for two seconds and then they're gone for like a, yeah. another year, like Jody, like Sheriff Jody. Right. Yeah. And that's okay, so though, because those characters are just, you know, it's like saffron, just a little bit of seasoning, then it goes away, then it comes back. I thought you meant saffron that, on fire, yeah, and I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, is I that not that who you meant? Who, who did you mean? He, he meant that's like exactly a who I meant. Spice. Oh. Okay, no, you, you I was like, no, 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 what you have to say is yo saffridge. Yeah, yo saffridge, right. Thank Why? you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Name, Yolanda, Saffron, and Bridget. Yep. You're Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking like at that what was... Okay, if the... Them being, like, little bit side characters that come back would be really great if they had more of them, like, more women on the show. I feel like that would be more... Okay with me. Um, you know I love who, Don't get me wrong. You know who we're really awesome, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna give 
some props to some really awesome female side characters this season. All the girls at that um, school doing the musical. Every single oh, one God, of them. That was, amazing. That that was fantastic. Every single or, one of them just looked at the Winchesters and was like, uh-huh, yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah. And I loved it. Amazing. I loved it. That's not what they do. That is not what they do. God, it was great. That was, they were, that was very funny. I watched. I was watching it and I was... I was like, that is amazing. They're accurately portraying teenagers. Okay. I love it. They're accurately yeah. portraying teenagers portraying the supernatural teenagers. characters. That, yes. was, that was fantastic. Amazing. And then Chuck came back. <laughs> Who saw that coming? Not me. Yes, Not me. he did. Well, I didn't think about it. I was like, no, it can't get up. Well, I mean, I saw it coming like five minutes before it happened, but, like, not last year. I didn't... I, Chuck's dead, dude. Chuck's dead. Oh, well, I was hopeful, but it wasn't... Uh-oh. But, yeah. We... I thought we lost someone, but I don't think so. Oh, good. Never mind. Everyone here? Everyone check in. Oh, my God. Maybe yeah. we did lose Alex? And or Andy? Hi, uh, hey. Oh, What's okay. Yay, they're they're yeah. here. They're here. They're alive. <laughs> We should probably Sorry talk. We should that. talk. Probably talk about their stuff instead of like supernatural stuff. Just, just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Sorry about that. Might be a Disconnected. Yeah. Hmm. Uh oh. Like, but we're, we're back, so that's good. <laughs> so with us are Arnott and Alex Cormack. <laughs> the hell was that? That's what she said. And uh, we're talking exactly. Oh. And we're talking about. Uh, I play the bad guy issue number two because they were here. Can we come back for issue two? And I went, hell yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks. Yeah. We really appreciate it, man. Uh, we, you know, uh, <laughs> we don't do a lot of podcasts, but we'd like to do the ones that we have fun on. That's for sure. Yep. Right. Cool. So, well, I'm glad you have fun here. <laughs> now I have a question for Alex about issue two. Uh-oh. And it seems oh to me All right. that in issue two uh, and some of issue three, which I've started uh, to read and I'm not supposed to talk about, but I'm going to a little bit anyway. Uh, <laughs> the, the graphic direction has taken a little bit of a change. Uh, Eric, you kind of cut in and out of that. I just heard graphic direction. Oh, sorry. It looks like the graphic content has changed a little bit in issue number two. Uh, the the colors seem to be a lot more uh, vibrant and, and going from very, very dark gray panels to very vibrant color panels. Uh, did you do that purposely different this time around? Um, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Are we all still there? Yes. Hey, all right. Um, yes. Yeah, so... Uh, you there? Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Just yeah, we're just, yeah. just keep going. You're good. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so with the colors, I guess, um, I think really the only big difference is uh, they're outside a lot more. Uh, they're uh, it's really, most of, uh, it's really much to say. There's a lot of uh, more like action-y type uh Scenes outside, whereas the first one is kind of, uh, they're all in this uh, kind of basically just in a warehouse 
the entire time. This time, yeah, it's, a, it's, yeah. it's right. an interrogation room. Here. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the issue is, uh, yeah, and, and for those who haven't read it, a uh, spoiler alert: uh, the yeah, two main characters have tea in a bunker. Uh, so basically, uh, what it is is, you know, I think all the dark gray tones come from. So, uh, and and then when we finally get them outside, one of the things when when I was doing the writing, I was really happy the way Alex pulled this off. Is uh, I wanted to get out of that gray bunk for a little while and do exactly what you said to them, get some vibrant colors in there and uh, get them outside for a little bit before we go back into another bunker. But this one's right. a little. Better lit, I think, thanks to Alex's superior <laughs> learning skills. Wow, thank you. <laughs> See, this is why he's a writer. I just draw stuff. He's uh, <laughs> he talked better than me. The face <laughs> and I'm the brains. Gotcha. <laughs> me fail English? That's impossible. I'm going to tell you the last panel in this book. The last two hmm. panels, actually, the last two pages of it, uh, are quite powerful, guys. I mean, it's a it's a really good story. It leads up, it, it walks you through the second issue. Can we talk a little bit about the second issue and what goes on in it? Yeah, sure. I mean, the second issue is out, so that's that's totally fine. Uh, but yeah, just I just want to actually just address something you said just a moment ago. Uh, when you talk about like the last two pages and stuff. We talked briefly about doing this as a graphic novel, but I love the way comic books are episodic, and they have that, you know, the last thing on the pages of the thing that like, makes you want to read it next time. So I'm really glad you, you said something about that, because that's one of the things I actually take a little writing. So thanks, man. That's great. And that last panel is a full-page page, and I like that a lot. That It's got a great look to it. This splash page, you've got to be careful with. So, you know, it's got to be, it's got to be something important. And uh, I think, you know, when, when I write it, and I know I, can, I have a great picture in my head of what Alex is going to do now. And uh, he does a great job of delivering that. So. Why, well, thank you. Yeah. What are you going to say, Alex? you going to say something? I was going to say the, uh, the last page of uh, issue two. I, again, not really giving away anything. It's just, uh, just a, a color thing. We were talking about that a minute ago. Um, I remember when I drew that. I can't remember if it was even described as daytime, nighttime, or it was just. No, I don't. You know, honestly, I don't remember. Well, there. Uh, I was originally drew. It was gonna be like a nice, pretty day, and uh, for just, just you know, kind of funny. I was. I watched like Terminator earlier that day, and the whole <laughs> thing was like. Uh, <laughs> It's like, what did he say? He says a storm is coming. He's like, I know. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to do like fucking storm clouds. And da -na -na, da -na -na. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'll get all pumped up. And it's also I was like, is that all right? Yeah. <laughs> for the first issue, too. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah, the first issue ends. It's a nice, pretty day. Now it's shit's about to go down. And it does. Yeah. You'll see that in the next issues. Yeah. Yeah, which I am lucky enough to have, <laughs> and it's kind of cool. So I have a question kinda, about the kind of cool. Of kind of cool, yeah. Sure. I have a question about the collaborative effort. So Andy, you write the story ahead of time. You you sure you do. Put yep. the story together. Then you sit down with Alex mm -hmm. and go through it line by line, page by page. 
Uh, no, I, I give, I write out a script just like you'd see like a play or a movie or whatever. Um, and I do the script. I, I usually do the panels. And um, the first the first draft that I had of the first issue had a lot of, you know, direction on what I wanted to do and things like that. And, and uh, then when I saw the way Alex, you know, can draw and pick things up, I took a lot of that out. So basically, I have an idea of how I want to pace it based on, you know, the panels. And he does a lot of the placement. I I literally send him a script, and he sends me a page back. He's like, "Is this good?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome." And next one, "This good?" Yeah, that's great. Okay, good. This one, yeah, fantastic. It's always in that monotone voice. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, he next sits one. alone in a dark <laughs> but, room and draws stuff. That's all he does, right? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> we set him up with one of those little upside-down hamster water bottles and, uh, you know, yeah. put a bucket under him, and he's good to go. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really all you need. Yeah, that's nice. Well, when I, when I saw you at the last con, that's how you guys were. He was sitting there with the little bottle and the whole thing. Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> let him a little cage, disturbing, but other than great. that, you know. Bug, little bug eye, yeah. oh, wow. We should clothe him. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably a little I, more, I like to be free, man. I haven't heard any complaints, you know, so. Yeah. So it's tough right now. It's you know winter time and everything. But uh, yeah. So we're now episode three comes out next week or in two weeks. Uh, actually, end of February is when. Oh, end of February. Uh, yeah. Yep. So it's going to be every other month. Um, so it's going to be six issues going from October of last year to October of this year. So the next one is on the twenty fifth. I want to say if that's a Wednesday. It's the Wednesday near the 25th of uh, February. Yeah, the end of the month, yeah. yeah. And, but in the interim, there's Bliss on Tap stuff coming in the form of uh, Future Proof number three, which I think is out I next just week. Out, came out today. It came out today? Today, I think oh, it came I'm out sorry. today. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so Bliss on Tap is staggering their, t- their, two, uh, their two titles that way right now, which yep. is kind of cool. Which is keeping you guys a little on the busy side as well. <laughs> well, <laughs> Alex on the busy side. Yeah, I, I only write on the bad guy, but Brian and uh, Alex, uh, Alex Marillo are working on the uh, on the other issue there. So, uh, future proof. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I'm just keep busy. I gotta fill up that water bottle somehow. Right. Yep. <laughs> Get him some pellets. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody has to pay for the pellets. There's no way around. I, 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 the pellets are nicer than the wood chips. So that's what I got. Yeah, I'm not cleaning your cage again. You know, it'd be nice to take so, like 20 minutes, 20 minutes. <laughs> Come on. So, Andy, at this point, have you written out the entire story arc for all six episodes? Yeah, it's 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 uh, all six issues are, are outlined. Uh, I just finished initial draft for issue five. And there's probably the end of the end of the series. The end of issue six is. Is written as a kind of a focal point to where we're going, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's all outlined. It was it was from the very beginning, so I, mean, I had a I had a beginning, middle, and an end before I even came to Bliss on Tap. So um, that's why it's a, that's why we ruled it as a limited issue, a limited series, um, because you know we had that contained idea for it. You kind of let something out and then walked away from it a couple minutes ago. And uh, okay, you turning back to it. You had said at one point you thought about this as a graphic novel. 
Yeah. Are yeah. you still thinking of it as a graphic novel when the series ends? Oh, oh. well, like a collected trait for sure. I think, I, I, I mean, provided Bliss wants to pay for one, yeah. that'd be fantastic. I don't know Brian was talking about putting this out as a trait when it's all yeah. done, but uh, yeah, it was, I think it was always meant to be episodic, right? Yeah, but it, it, when I say like in the sense of like a graphic novel, something where... Like and I think enough. I think enough people have like seen issue one, or enough people don't care about it. <laughs> but uh, like Just where everybody? issue one ends with that like very specific cliffhanger, you know, uh, yeah. of the of the helicopter and everything like that, you know, that you know, and it begins in a very you know, certain way as well too. That's when I think of episodes in that sense with an issue. It has a that each issue has its own beginning, middle, and an end. But to put it together as a trade, absolutely, you know, and um, I think. I think that'd be a lot of I think that'd be a lot of fun to do as well too. So it'd be great for people who didn't get a chance to pick it up because Bliss has been awesome. Uh, but you know it's small press, so it's a limited run. Uh, so anybody else that can read it would be great. So yep. <laughs> so what else are you guys doing uh, in between working on uh, I Play the Bad Guy? Uh, it cre creative wise, as far as comics are concerned, uh, we, we kind of have a few ideas that we've been kicking around. As well, one main idea that we've been kicking around for for an ongoing series. But I mean, we haven't really gotten that off the ground yet. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, you got that. Uh, it's gonna throw out like uh, you're in Ken's project. You guys been kicking around uh, oh, Black geez, Friday, man. Yeah, Ken's a friend of. He did the uh, cover for the issue one. Yeah, I'd love and, for that uh, to happen. Yeah. He's a friend of ours, and uh, since we, we got an audience right now, I want to publicize Ken Bonin. Yeah. Fabulous Ken Bonin. Ken Bonin, <laughs> he did the cover art for issue one. He's going to come back and do the cover art for, for issue six. But yeah, we I've been trying to get Ken, and hopefully maybe this will spur him on to do it a little bit, but I've been trying to get Ken to do this series called Black Friday with me forever. We'll get Alex to do the covers for that one, yeah. so that'll be great. It's kind of a that's kind of got a Faustian feel to it, you know. You get everything you want, but at what cost? Kind of like people who stand in line for a friggin' Black Friday sale. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's that, and I got a, a couple of books I'm working on. Um, uh, I got a book coming out uh, next week called uh, "Find" from uh, Comic Stride. It should be out about everywhere, um, which is. Uh, much more. It's more family friendly than I play the bad guy. It's uh, definitely got like uh, <laughs> no one's getting their uh, nobody's getting their uh, eyes gouged. Brutally murdered this in this one. Yeah, got it. Exactly. Yeah, this is more like a ET type of story. And uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, that future proof. Uh, this is another book I'm working on with uh, a local guy here in Lowell called uh, named uh, Lloyd Carello. Uh, called. Uh, uh, two redheads and a dead blonde. Uh, we're working on issue three right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a noir detective story set in Lowell. It's uh, pretty cool. I know we were talking about boobs before, so you know, you're into boobs. It's got yep, some. Yeah, there's uh, there's some uh, there's some nudity in the first issue. And um, what else? Oh, it's also uh, the oxymoron, uh, lovely ne loveliest nightmare. will be out uh, <laughs> uh, be out this summer. Uh, also from Comic Stribe and. Uh, what else? And uh, I just started another one with uh, uh, a writer from uh, New York called The Forgotten uh, The Forgotten Souls of Bay Path. But uh, we just started working on that. I didn't even and, hear about that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's it for, it might be it for right now. And then a couple of other small things here and there. Mm 
Let's keep busy. You know, you're not busy or anything. No, not at all. No, it's no, a, no. It's a damn shame <laughs> you're not really doing enough, you know? I know, right? You know, it's, it kind of breaks my heart. I'm glad you quit that job being a medical courier so you could be an artist. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> yeah, but I'm worried about all those packages that are still in the back of the room there. You know, his yeah, trunk's beginning to like, smell. Right, you know? Now it is <laughs> leaking. Yeah. Don't worry is about this, it. Just use a napkin. It's fine. What human fluid is black? <laughs> all the human fluid for you. Yeah. Now take it. Sign <laughs> this and take this. Why is so, that Alex, one glowing? Oh, that's Alex, uh, that's, that's really good. Alex, you at conventions over the summer, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just got an email saying I'm going to be at Boston Comic Con, so I know at least that I will be there. Yep, he's going to bring me along on a kid leash because I have to tag along. So you <laughs> yeah. get away and you cause a ruckus. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't cause a ruckus. <laughs> so we'll see you guys there. We'll see you at Boston Comic Con and cons around the country. Alex Arnott and Cormac. Guys, it's always wonderful when you're here. Thanks for coming yeah. on the show. Thank sure. you. Brianna, what's happening over the next couple of weeks? I have it on good authority that things will be happening. Things? Also stuff. But specifically, next week we're going to talk to Griffin again. Hooray! About webcomics. And on February 7th, Jim Dyer is coming to discuss his grandfather, who is C.M. Eddie Jr. He wrote stuff. The grandfather, not Jim. Jim might write stuff too, I'm not sure. He wrote a book about his grandfather. Well, see, they both wrote things. <laughs> Just goes to show you. On and Valentine's Day, Joe Schmalky, I think it's fitting for Valentine's Day. I'm I not agree. sure why. Um, to discuss his, his new comic, The Infernal Pact. And on February 21st, we're having Veronica Bailey of Storied Threads, which is a t-shirt company? It's uh, a and patch company. Hard to believe, I know. I know. <laughs> Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of Boston Comic Con, Granite Con, Rhode Island Comic Con, BooksandBooze.com, and ComicArthouse.com. Visit Comic Art House for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Tonight's outro music provided by Lawrence Made Me Cry. Check out more of their grooves on LawrenceMadeMeCry.com. Tonight's intro music provided by Rob Watts. Find more of his creations at RobWattsOnline.com. Don't. I want to thank Andy and Alex for coming by tonight again, talking about I Play the Bad Guy. Uh, check them out at conventions. Check them out on their websites, which will be on our website. Links to them there are. Why am I talking like Yoda? I have no idea. And I want to thank the cast who... Uh, Dome, much- you're so old that Yoda's talking like you. <laughs> oh, 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 I had to. I had to. It was oh, too good. Is. That one was really good. I know. Uh, thanks for having us Thanks on. I would like to give. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> to our cast, from the Revere Time Vortex, the soundboard maven, Kriana, and the woman of words, Zombrarian. Thank you very much, O oh, muted ones. From our own personal guilt, <laughs> our own Sir Sarah Lady Knight. Thank you, my dear. Thanks. I didn't talk nearly enough about Agent Carter as I wanted to tonight, but there's always next week. There's always next week. This is Dome saying, Terry and Jean, shared pain is lessened, shared joy increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everyone. <laughs>